0: All right. Now, time to focus on cloud stocks with our panel. It's Steve Koenigs with us, Managing Director Senior Research Analyst at SMBC and Eco Securities America, and Josh Strange, President, Good Life Financial Advisors of NOVA. Thank you so much for being with us. Josh, I'll start with you. What's behind some of the moves that we've been seeing in the stocks, and maybe you can give us some specifics?
1: Well, I think when you look at what's happening in the market, it's, it's really a function of valuations. And As we see bond yields continue to increase, some of these higher flying stocks just can't support the valuations and the high price to earnings ratios uh, that investors have kind of gotten used to over the last few
2: years.
0: So this group, I mean, these names that would include Steve, um, you have some names that you actually have some outperforms. Tell me a little bit about those and why they jump out at you and why now?
2: Hi, Nicole, good afternoon, thanks. Uh, yes, um, so we do have um, two names we're highlighting here as outperforms uh, Salesforce.com, uh, ticker uh, uh, CRM, and Atlassian, which the ticker is team. Uh, I would just add to, to Josh's comments, though, I, I agree with him about the pressure on valuations from higher interest rates, but I, I also think, um, you know, the space, the cloud space, despite the fact it has strong secular growth drivers. Um, you know, some companies to some degree are going to see demand headwinds as the economy turns down, and I think you know stocks are also anticipating some of that. Um, briefly, Salesforce uh, we like because it it generates free cash flow and it, it's it's pretty resilient company with uh, with a very strong core business, uh, and uh, and and the valuation is also fairly reasonable. Um, Atlassian has a higher multiple, um, and Atlassian, by the way, sells. Uh, applications for team collaboration for software developers and general business users. Now that company has a higher multiple, um, but it has very strong secular drivers um, as companies uh, need to develop software applications in the cloud uh, and they need to uh, collaborate across IT and general business. It's some large markets and it's a well-positioned company.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, Josh, when we take a look at some of these names, um, it seems that some have a wider moat than others. It's, you know, when we think of software as a service or cloud. Some provide different abilities um, for customers, right? And so some are better positioned than others, Josh?
1: Well, I think so. And that wide moat is really something that's important when you're looking at an individual security something where the company's protected against competition being able to just come right in and, uh, and basically take over their business and, and really be a, an existential threat. And so anytime you have a company like ServiceNow or Snowflake that have uh, a pretty decent moat, just from the sheer fact that it's a hassle to uh, move your technology and the risk that that causes enterprises, that that poses an interesting uh point for investors um on the flip side ServiceNow does seem to have a little b- broader moat because they're not so dependent just upon the storage piece uh which when you look at snowflake is a, a significant part almost 95 percent of their revenues um so i think when you're kind of evaluating a couple of these companies it's really important to look at what that moat actually looks like uh-huh.
0: And, you know you have a similar story steve you were talking about um snowflake as a winner as a company that the customers do like um as they're moving over their data there but there you didn't have it as an outperform why is that is it a great company is it just a little pricey what's going on here
2: yeah valuation certainly uh part of it um but you know we don't shy away from higher multiple stocks if we think the 12-month investment outlook looks looks positive um, there are positives and negatives we see for Snowflake. Um, you know, as Josh mentioned, it's a very popular product um, for for companies to uh, consolidate their data in the cloud and then um, build applications uh, for generating business insight, uh, dashboards, uh, and operational applications for companies. Um, so it makes it very easy to get that data and and onboard it into their, their data cloud. Um, the, the things that make us a bit more cautious on this name uh, include its consumption-based revenue model um, in tandem with the fact that they are going to need to continue to lower prices as the cost of compute and storage comes down. Um, and, and that's right. that's certainly doable, but it's a, it creates some volatility quarter to quarter. Uh, secondly, some of the activity that customers run on Snowflake, some of the queries that they do are discretionary. Uh, and companies that need to control budgets are finding that snowflakes becoming a bigger and bigger part of their bills. And so, in some cases, customers may try to limit uh, their snowflake activity.
0: Understood. Thank you both. Uh, you know, obviously an exciting group, but a tough group. This is the Nasdaqs, basically, at a, a two-year low. Thank you. Steve Koenig, SMBC, Nico Securities America. Josh Strange, Good Life Financial Advisors of NOVA. Thank you both very much.